What's up, Questioning Marks? We are back week three. Well, not week three, but episode three, boys, with another pick of the week. It's the Questioning Marks wrestling pick of the week, guys, and it's my turn, motherfucker, and that's what's going on. What's up, Jai? What's up, Adam? What's up, guys? Uh, Matt, can't wait to hear what you have to say, pal. What's up? Save the best guy for last in my book. Oh, yeah, baby. But, uh, yeah, I got a pretty good pick this week. And just so uh, all you marks out there know what's going on, if this is your first time checking us out because we are a pretty new podcast, our picks of the week revolve around anything wrestling, really, but not in-ring stuff, mostly out-of-the-ring stuff in terms of documentaries, books, interviews, uh, anything that may bring you into the wrestling world that doesn't actually have to do with pure in-ring wrestling, which is what our Sunday shows are purely about, right? So, uh, you know, our first week we had Valhalla Club given to us by Adam. Very great uh, documentary and very great watch. The second week, Adam, uh, Jared, I'm sorry, Jared brought us with the Yokozuna documentary that was on WWE. Did a fantastic job. You both set the bar pretty fucking high. Uh, Bonsai! <laughs> uh, funny story here, though. When uh, Whenever we do these picks of the week, we usually like to send out uh, to each other, you know, if we could all watch it, you know, we're all busy, you know, full-time jobs, dads, you know, we got lives too, besides doing the podcast. So sometimes it is kind of hard. There's a lot of fucking wrestling to watch out there and there's a lot of fucking documentaries to watch too. So because of that, uh, you know, we'll send out the links to each other. Adam did get a chance to watch it. Jared, on the other hand, because we are in a group chat, right? And we send each other links all the time and, you know, videos and interviews or reports, that we might find interesting is, is, you know, especially in the realm of wrestling. Jared clicked on a different link and was watching a Lisa Von Eric interview and uh, was texting us the whole time. Like Lacey, uh, buddy, get uh, her name Lacey, right. Lacey. You will show some respect to the Von Erichs. Oh, sorry, buddy. Uh, he was texting us and saying how poor it was and how much bullshit it was. And it was a crap fucking interview. And it, what is this like a fucking podcast? This is, you know, and I'm just going, I'm like, this, this kid's either just like really, really just tired from work or is definitely not watching the correct shit. So, uh, later on, I, you know, we were texting today, I think Jared, right. And, and I ended up sending you the link to the documentary and you were like, Holy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us. It was uh, <laughs> so Adam sent out a link to this a podcast uh with Lacey Von Eric, and at first I you know I I was with it you know I you know I thought maybe she had some cool stories from her dad and uncle and and her, the family you know running deep in the wrestling business, and then it's like some like stupid podcast like no bet like. I, I don't know. I was like, I was like, I was like, what, what am I watching here? I was like, what am I going to even talk about? I don't even understand what's going on. It's in the context of watching it, what you thought it was for. You were like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Adam comes with the Valhalla club. I said, I come with Yoko. And I was like, this is what he comes with. And it was just like so crazy. And I couldn't believe this is what like you picked. Like I could not like friggin' believe it. I was like, this is, this is like this is horrible. I was like, I'm watching a podcast here, and nobody knows what the hell's going on. There's, it's just, it was horrible, man. And I actually made it through like 48 minutes of it, yeah. <laughs> of, of like an hour, of like an hour and 18 minutes. Damn. And I was like so confused. And she literally has like no stories, and all she talked about was like she's best friends with Brooke Hogan. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, oh wow, you got deep into thank- it, huh? 
Yeah, thank you, Adam, for like really confusing me this week. And I actually did get a chance to watch Matt's uh, the, early today when uh, I finally figured out that I could have been watching the wrong thing. So let's just let's just call that a false finish where I hurt your mind, but I helped your eyes with that one. And 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 I just want to throw this. Yeah, I just want to throw this in there. Um, after I continuously said in the group chat, Lacey, you know, Lacey Von Eric is good looking. Neither one of Matt or Adam decided to say maybe he is watching the wrong thing. Yeah, I I didn't know what was going on, man. I had no idea. <laughs> it was all a big work. Let's just say that. Yeah, I I, I see that. Um, <laughs> I was just confused yeah. I mean, talk- that, that like you thought my documentary was so bad. I was like, oh my god. Uh, dude, if you if you picked that, well, mine, I was but... like, I, I was worried about you. <laughs> well, it's let's funny get you say it. that you were worried right, about me. Well, yeah, it's I was. Yeah. You said you were worried about me. I was worried about you. Fuck, man! Holy shit! Well, we got to make sure when we send out these documentaries, we got to be like, this is the fucking link because we are we are back and forth all day long wrestling talk. Fuck yeah! <laughs> let's go, man! I can't I can't wait to be able to contribute now. All right, so. Based off that, I don't, I don't know whether you like the documentary or not, and you could tell me during this, uh, you know, uh, pick of the week little review here. So I want to give a shout out to obviously the director and where you could find this documentary. Uh, this documentary is one that I I had just found, and I, I wish I kind of found it earlier on, but it's really cool that I was, you know, a lot of the wrestlers in it too. I followed through the independent scene, so uh, let's just get into it. Wrestling with Independence is the title of this documentary. You can find it on YouTube for free. Uh, it's around 40 minutes long, 45 minutes long. Uh, the director, his name is Ray Zombie. You could find his YouTube channel under Ray Zombie or on RayZombie.com. Uh, it won an Independent Film Festival Award. I'm not too sure which one, but you could find it on the YouTube uh, you know, description. Uh, and this documentary is near and dear to my heart because... I kind of always knew uh, what went on behind the scenes with wrestling, with uh, independent wrestling. I've seen other documentaries. I'm a big fan of the independent wrestling scene, but this documentary in itself is one, especially uh, fans of WWE and AEW who maybe are not fans of the independent scene. You get to see, uh, you know, what it's really like in terms of a deep dive into what these wrestlers go through. Uh, Guys like, Lance Archer, who at the time was Lance Hoyt, Keith Lee, you see MJF, uh, Sammy Guevara. You know, you get to see why they work so hard through their lens, and you get to really get a deep dive behind the scenes of what goes on into really building an independent wrestling promotion. Uh, some do not last. Some do last. Most most don't last, you know. But uh, these guys have to keep traveling on and on through whether it's countries to country, state to state, uh, it's a total grind until they get to the you know where they want to be, which is usually uh, you know the goal is the big leagues. You know WWE now there's AEW. Um, a lot of them go to New Japan and wrestle uh, MLW Ring of Honor. You know like these promotions are still higher up than most of the ones that they're in because they're wrestling in gymnasiums or school gyms or you know little warehouses, whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, it really opens up. I feel like the opening scene was, was great. John Morrison uh, starts off uh, talking about why he does what he does. And he's, he's a real journeyman 
uh, a guy who has wrestled in almost every promotion that I could think of. And it uh, doesn't always have to be the best. Sometimes is the best in, in, in those promotions, but uh, he really uh, opens up about why he does what he does. Uh, they do a really quick snippet in the beginning too of Keith Lee. Uh, he describes, you know, he wants the people who are watching his matches to uh, treat it almost like a book and that each page that unfolds during his matches is, is told as a story. And, you know, it, it just gets so deep and you really see what these guys go through uh, to get where they uh, have to get to. And now you get to see where they are. Uh, this documentary would make you appreciate the wrestling, uh, the independent wrestling even more. Like I'm pretty much guaranteeing it. Uh, you know, because you may want to start following those scenes to start seeing guys coming up that are eventually going to be uh, wrestling in some of these major promotions. Uh, I'd like to hear, you know, Adam, Jared, if you guys have any take on, yeah, on this um, documentary. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to also say that I um, I enjoyed the parts where we saw guys like Guevara. Uh, you know, I know we saw a quick snip, uh, tidbit of MJF. Um even a guy like uh, Lance Archer, um, he was, I mean, how small was he? Like, I, it, it's just like a complete transformation of a character. I know he had back surgery there, but, I mean, a totally different look to what he is now. I mean, but like but like we all know, you like, you know, your character evolves, you know, throughout the indies and, you know, with a little change when you get to the major uh, promotions out there. Um, so I definitely thought it was cool to see these guys, you know, wrestling in the small gyms and, you know, seeing like, for example, like Keith Lee, he, he looks like he could compete in any promotion at that point. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like Archer, you know, probably was raw off surgery. And I, uh, it was definitely, it was definitely cool to see this though. I, uh, it was definitely something different and, you know, sort of. How tough their how tough how kind of tough their lives are, you know, getting into this business, you know, working for very for you know minimal amounts of money, and mm-hmm. I know I could speak for myself, you know, working you know working a job like that is going to pay you a minimal amount of money. It's hard to stay dedicated and, and and loving of it, you know. So I give these guys all the credit, and it's all about the love of the sport, and I totally get it being an athlete. Hmm. So for me, you know, as I've shared with you guys when I when we talked about my pick of the week with the Valhalla Club, I really enjoy documentaries and pieces that are independent. Um, just like we've talked about how we enjoy the you know the, the indie scene because that's where the you know the, the cream of the crop talent that's coming up to the majors um, truly is, and so that's why I like this documentary a lot too because it, again it just it profiles the wrestlers it allows them to tell their stories and captures their voice and their perspective. Um, and something that came to mind after I watched the documentary, Matt, is I, it reminded me of a moment that I had seen on another show, and I was actually looking it up in prep for today's episode. Um, and it was, a, 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 this I think will kind of frame the whole documentary and why I think it was significant to me. There's an episode of WWE's Breaking Ground where Scott Hall is uh, training the, the the guys and the gals in, in NXT. And there's a moment where Apollo Crews is cutting a promo and he's just not capturing it. He's not, it's not sounding sincere. And Scott Hall looks at him and he says, he takes him aside and he says, 
dude, the way that you're talking right now, is that how you would normally talk? Like, or are you just putting on a character? And he's like, yeah, you know, like I'm trying too hard. And, and then he gets him and he gets him right. And that's kind of what I feel like this documentary is all about is that as you look through, you know, and navigate each one of these guys and in their, in their independent stories on the indie scene, they're each trying to find their voice. They're each trying to find their character and their place in the wrestling business. For me in particular, the, the story that just, that was near and dear to my heart the most was Sammy Guevara uh, because I'm, I'm really high on him. Uh, you know, it's funny when, when he first came into a W I remember JR and, and some of the other commentators were making these comparisons to like a very young uh, Eddie Guerrero in terms of his grace in the ring. And of course, Sammy had the first match on AEW television, you know, the opening dynamite match was him against coat, you know, Cody. Um, what was really fascinating to me is there's a moment in this documentary where Sammy talks about how he's working a job while also going out on the indies uh, on weekends to try to make ends meet and, and, and really elevate his career. And at a certain point, his boss basically says to him, like, look, you're taking a lot of weekends off to do this. Like, you know, you have a potential future here, but we, you know, we can't, I can't support this anymore. And it was in that moment that he took a risk and made a decision and said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue this all the way. And he gave up, he gave up that job. He didn't feel like he was being supported enough. And I guess the, the proof is in the pudding because the first comment I read on YouTube, I think sums up the entire documentary. And it said, all the guys that you see here are no longer independent wrestlers. They're now working in major promotions. And yeah. That's a I think uh, to their willpower and yeah, absolutely go ahead. Yeah, man. That, I mean, you just nailed it on the head, dude. Like, you know, it doesn't take long for some of these guys to shoot up to the stars. So that's another reason as to why I feel like, you know, if you have the time out there to check out some independent wrestling, I even think on the WWE network, you could check out progress wrestling. I think cause WWE pulls guys from there as well. For instance, the, you know, uh, NXT, um, UK, you know, guys like Walter Dunn, yep, they're, they're uh, you know, they all come the from, now. yep. Yeah, so you could you, you could rock out hardcore on the network with some really 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 fucking good independent wrestling with progress. Uh, I used to, um, you know, until they came to the network, I subscribed to their uh, website as well, uh, and you know, for for years watched all their uh, shows and they're and they're just absolutely amazing. But you know, this documentary wrestling with independence, I think, really just captures. Uh, you know, that essence of what wrestling really is, you know, if you don't, you know, cause before I was into independent wrestling too, you know, the big spectacle was all I knew and didn't really care or, or, or have a, um, thought in my mind about where these guys were coming from until I, you know, I got a little older and, and was like, you know, I'm, I wasn't into WWE as much. It was, it was losing my, uh, you, you know, it was losing my viewership, but it was just, uh, you know, so I started finding other avenues almost, you know, in, in terms of seeking out wrestling, you know, I, I, I was always so into the Japanese wrestling as a younger kid with the hardcore wrestling and exploding barbed wire death matches with FMW and everything. But, uh, you know, there's just uh, so much out there other than the spectacle that and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not saying it's not good to watch either, but it's definitely, uh, you know, eye opening to get into the independent scene and, and you really, and you really study the, the wrestling at that level. Let's go ahead, boys. I see we have hands raised in our, yep. in our little podcast over here. 
Go ahead, Adam. And I just want to note that, yeah, <laughs> let Jared I, just, I, I think, I think Jared might chime in on this too. I was as impressed as I was with Guevara in his interview. Keith Lee, you know, when he talks there, with such sincerity and, and humility about the business, you know, there's a segment in, in, in the documentary where he says, whether you're performing for, you know, five people or 5,000, you know, it, it, your approach is the same. You're trying to get better. You're trying to be the best that you can be. And there's such, there was such a level of just honesty and humility when he talked that I'm really surprised that he's had been sent down to NXT from the main roster recently in, in the first place, just because of how talented I think he is. And um, yeah, I just, it's really important for all of these guys. And I think they all have it to some degree now that they're no longer in the Indies and that they're in the majors, that they've retained that level of humility, that they know where they came from. You saw it with Archer too. They, you know, there was a fundraising to help him, uh, when he was recovering from surgery to get back in the ring, they put on a, a local, you know, promotion show um, that was geared towards helping his recovery. That's what the wrestling community is all about. That's what this documentary shows that it's a true brotherhood and a true fraternity. We're all helping each other make it to the top. I uh, I totally agree, and I just wanted to add in um, the toll these guys and and girls that their body takes. You know, and not making any money for it. It's one thing to be paid millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you take whatever bump you know they tell you to. But um, I think that it's just the love of the sport, and you know, finally getting to the you know where you want to be, whether it's AEW, WWE, like Guevara said, he wanted to be you know champion at you know twenty four years old in WWE by twenty one, a pro wrestler by sixteen. So, you know, it's usually not that easy. And, you know, sometimes a lot of guys don't reach, you know, the top of the mountain until, you know, late 30s, early 40s. And that's a long time to be doing something like this and not be making money. So I definitely respect them on that angle as well. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely looks like a tough road, one that I don't think I personally uh, could could handle. But uh I, you know, I, who, you know, who knows? Maybe if I started off really young as, as, as a passionate wrestler, you never know. But, uh, um, cause, cause each of us has it in us to, to, to want to be, uh, students of this game. But, uh, you know, we, we all have, have, have different callings in life. Um, but I also really respected was them also interviewing, you know, these, uh, you know, the commentators for these independent wrestling scenes and, you know, those guys in, in itself are, are, uh, you know, told stories regarding how, you know, they once wanted to be in, in wrestling, but that didn't work out. But there's, there's always another spot or another avenue that you can take to be involved in wrestling. Uh, if it's not in the ring, you know, you have the chance to be a referee. If it's, you know, if it's not that there's, uh, you know, managing, then there's promoting then, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of, um, stuff out there for it. But like Jared said, uh, you know, the money is, is is not abundant and uh you know it, unfortunately to get the money you gotta you gotta really go through this you know what seems like a a brutal boot camp style of years and years and years of of uh, grinding you know uh right so another another thing is that when matt said he uh when he was just watching wwe and he didn't care where these guys came from 
So obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast and, you know, the last, you know, however many episodes we've done, you know, I've alluded that Matt has kind of, you know, familiarized me with the indie scene and, you know, got me into it a little bit. So I do actually have an interest where these guys come from. And even more so than Matt, when AJ Styles debuted at the Rumble, it made me take like a deep dive into where he came from and then. It obviously opened up like a billion different avenues and, you know, so I'm happy yeah, to, uh, you know, learn about where every guy's come from and the up and coming guys now are coming. It's definitely uh, cool and exciting to see them when they hit the big stage. Yeah, I think that's like, you know, it's almost like watching your favorite college basketball players, favorite college players, uh, you know, for, you know, like play, you know, throughout their career and then they make it to the uh, big leagues, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, Adam. The other, away, the other, yeah, yeah. The the other component to this, which I think we've discussed before, and there have been other podcast wrestling podcasts that have talked about it too, is how there are more opportunities for pro wrestlers now to get their name out there and greater name recognition through social media, vlogging, things of that nature. But the downside as well, how you know, uh, how organizations like the WWE have really limited what talent can do with with third party vendors. Some of the guys in this documentary that you see are guys that really got their name out there and, and, and developed their brand, so to speak, through those platforms. So like Sammy Guevara is someone who, you know, he's chronicled his journey through vlogs and he's got a, a vlog every Tuesday, drops every Tuesday. You know, I watch it regularly. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, it also kind of gives you some insight into his family and his background. And you, you really see the human in, in a lot of these guys th- through these platforms. So I'm actually more in favor of promotion supporting the wrestlers doing this and i think that's why as much as we shit on aw for their horrendous booking at times i think the reason why people gravitate towards them as as a business and as a promotion with you know within the community of wrestlers is because of the creative control and and the freedom that they have to really express themselves and and be their true selves of course there's a downside and you've got to balance things out because as you know as a booker as a promoter you you, you can't have the inmates running the asylum completely but yeah. a lot of these guys have made it there because they've been uh, they've been given a voice they've been given the freedom to have a voice yeah and and, and i and i think that's why maybe some wrestlers uh choose to maybe want to go to AEW I, I i know that's you know it's not a it's not a difficult decision at times but there's definitely uh, you know, uh, a, a, a draw to having that type of freedom, uh, you know, so, you know, that's kind of what it's about, man. You know, it's like, uh, these, these, these independent wrestlers have the freedom to also go to, to whatever promotions they pretty much want to go to, you know, at, you know, at that time. So, uh, when they get to that point of having to choose, uh, you know, one promotion to pretty much stick with for a while, it's definitely probably difficult on them because they're like so used to traveling and now you're pretty much going to be, you know, well, you're still going to be traveling, but, uh, you know, you're going to be dealing with one promotion, you know, the same set of wrestlers and, uh, you just hope not to get buried mid card, you know, it definitely happens. I still, I still think that everyone's goal when they start out is to be in WWE. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's a childhood thing for sure. And I think at the end of the day, if think about this, a guy like AJ Styles, I mean, a guy who's established like on that level already before he even gets to WWE, 
Think about how he's never going to get, you know, he won't be buried in the mid card, you know, ever. And if he is in the mid card, he'll be in the intercontinental title talk and let alone his payday at that point. So it's funny to see how guys like trash WWE, but they never even were in WWE. So that's what gets me a little, but because I do believe that everyone's dream is to be in WWE at, 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 in one point in their career. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's kind of hypocritical. You know, I'm sure, uh, you know, if WWE came with a nice check and they were like, here, come, you know, they'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, well, Omega and the Bucks did it, but they're they're hypocrites because they don't know what it's like to, to run in WWE. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're they're you know established in their own right, though. They've they've they put the miles in the ring to. Uh, I think earn earn the earn the credit and and respect, but you know it's just different styles of wrestling too. You know it gets kind of old sometimes, but I think Omega still still is uh, one of the top guys in the game. But you know everybody, you know like that's the beauty of wrestling, right? So we you know we all have our style, we all have our 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 niches, and we all have our you know favorites in terms of uh, you know the guys who we want to see rise to the top. And then we all have the guys that we kind of don't like and don't really agree upon. And that's, that's the beauty of debate. That's the beauty of wrestling talk. One, one final takeaway from me, Matt, that, that, that this documentary revealed and it's Jared said it too. When you, when you think about the universality of wrestling, the messages with the storyline, that's a big word. Evil. Yeah, that's the best word of the day right there. <laughs> Sesame street. <laughs> <laughs> But it's but you know I, I'm always trying to look for the reason I I use that word is I'm always trying to look for in wrestling what are the things that I can connect to not just as a fan but as a human being and so the reason Sammy resonated with me is because I have fears in my life I think we all do and whether it's leaving a job you don't like you know if you're out there and you feel miserable in a relationship you feel miserable at work but you have this real passion maybe you want to play an instrument maybe you do want to get in the ring and be a pro wrestler. But you, but your friends tell you, nah, you can't. Nah, that's stupid. That's silly. Why do that? This documentary shows you. You pers- you pursue your dreams. You fight for it. You get in the ring of life. You, you can make it. And that's what that's what really stuck out to me. That it's it's a message that appeals to everyone. You don't have to be a pro wrestling fan to appreciate the the guts that it takes to just live your life and own. You know as. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to quote ultimate warrior with all his inspirational talks where he's like, do the work of your life. You know, that's what these guys are doing. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the work of their lives and they're plying their craft in the ring and telling their own story. It's, it's truly awesome. Yeah, man. And, and that, that's why I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, getting people to go out there and, and check out this documentary. It's at your fingertips. It's, it's one that I chose that, uh, is it, it breathes independence because you could just go out there and grab it by its nutsack and watch it. So, uh, it's just something that I feel you guys are all going to like, and, uh, you know, we're going to continue with these, uh, picks of the week, you know, hit us up on our Twitter handle at, uh, the question in 11, the Q U E S T I O N I N 11, or email us at the questioning marks at gmail.com. Tell us what your pick of the week is. Tell us what maybe you think we should watch and, uh, you know, we'll go out there and check it out. Maybe we'll give you a shout out and let you know it was a good pick, or we'll give you a shout out and let you know that it belongs in the sewer. But either way, we are the fucking question marks, baby. That's what we do. Our, uh, our uh, Sunday shows are still going to be weekly. You know, we have a big, big pay-per-view coming up Sunday, though. 
So check, we're, we're most likely going to do, uh, you know, every Tuesday or so, if we could get on here for the picks of the week, but next Tuesday, expect a jam packed pick of the week, because we're going to be doing a review of revolution. And then we are going to get into the pick of the week. So for Jared, for Adam, we are the question and marks motherfuckers. Have a great week of wrestling, everybody.